ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया नारायणम नमस्कृत्यानरम चरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यासम तथो जयम उदीरए शुण्वता स्वकता कृष्णा पुण्यश्रवणकीर्तना हृदय तस्थ्राणी विदुनोती सुहृत्सता नष्टु अभद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी ओम अज्ञानतिरंदनाशलाकया चक्षुन्मीतुरव नम मुखम कौति वाचा पंगु लंगाते गिरीतम वंदे श्रीगुर धीरतारणम So shall we review briefly what we discussed last session? Session? Yeah. Yeah. We are doing now twenty-four and twenty-five. But we did last time twenty-two and twenty-three. So this section twenty-two to twenty-nine, uh, Sutta Goswami is saying that Krishna is absolute truth and He alone has to be served, not the demigods, not anybody else. so that's the theme of this section 22 to 29 so again and again we will hear that you know he is absolute truth sages have worshiped him now also you should also worship him like that so tricks number 22 we'll just review what we discussed last section session so sutta goswami is saying therefore since time immemorial immemorial all transcendentalists have been rendering devotional service to lord krishna the personality of god with great delight because such devotional service is enlivening to the self so some of the points we discussed um, there is a importance of this word called therefore you were there no think you were there you were there. only both of you were there from last class you were there oh you were there yeah so can we just uh, discuss some points we discussed about therefore why should prabhupada stopping therefore what 22 1.2.22 You can anybody in row second speak up. Yes, so that's what Shri Prabhupada is saying. Whenever there is some argument, discussion, the conclusion, they will say therefore. Okay, you talk or I talk. So therefore, finally, we'll do this. So that's what he's saying. This is a conclusion of all the discussion that all the sages have. concluded that supreme personality of god it has to be worshiped and they worship him that's why he was saying you know after all the other analysis and everything so then in this purport specifically shri proper talks about why worshiping sri krishna in vrindavana is so special we discuss some of the points why krishna is so special when compared to other forms expansions and also like all the demigods and other things so what is special about krishna krishna पर्सनल रिलेशनशिप इंटीमेट रिलेशनशिप लाइक डोंट गेट इट इन एनी अदर एनी अदर पर्सनालिटी यस यू कैन हैव रिलेशन एज अ फ्रेंड और एज अ अ कॉन्जुगल यू नो यू कैन नॉट गेट यस सो दैट्स इन द पर्पोट 
and especially related relating to us that Raja Prema can, Krishna only can give. That's what Bhakti Charu Maharaj told. So Krishna comes as Lord Chaitanya to give that Raja Prema. So we are also fortunate to be able to rightly placed so that we can receive that you know um, qualific receive that mercy and also attain that Raja Prema. So they worship Supreme Lord with great delight. So then also Srila Prabhupada elaborated on the point enlivening to the self. Atma Prasadhanim. So it satisfies the self. The, the, you know, devotional service to the Lord satisfies the self. So the next verse, 23, some of the points. Then next verse talks about Lord's relationship with the three modes of material nature and how he expands himself as Vishnu and Shiva and Brahma in order to take care of creation. So in order to create and maintain and annihilate the material universes. So some of the points, anybody remembers? Yeah, this one I remember that we discussed about that demigods are oh. inferior to material energy. So they cannot give us liberation, but only Vishnu can give us liberation. Yes. And uh, uh, I think my Prabhu also mentioned this, that example is Haranya Kashipu. Yeah that uh, uh, Brahma couldn't give him the boon which he wanted mm. because Brahma himself doesn't have mm. that immortality mm. that he wanted mm. because he is subordinate mm. to material energy. Mm. So, uh, so that's what only Vishnu can give you liberation. Mm. So. Yeah, that's where the verse yeah. translation concludes that so among all the three modes, ultimate benefit can be obtained only from Vishnu. Therefore, everybody should worship Vishnu is the form of mode of goodness. That's the point Mataji also reiterated that other demigods cannot give us mode of goodness. They cannot even give us liberation at all. So that's the point. Then we also talked about uh, so only uh, Vishnu can give liberation. Right? So And how can we worship Lord Vishnu? Only, only through devotional service. So, in, in, in other, other also, that, uh, Brahma don't give up the answer to Sanata because of her limitation knowledge of Rajas. So, answer Avatar create the and uh, give the answer. To oh, okay, okay, okay. That's very nice. Uh, I don't know about this past time. Okay. Yeah, so he, Krishna comes as Hamsa Avatara to give that knowledge. Mm -hmm. oh, it's very nice. Okay. Yeah, so other, some of the analogies we discussed, Srila Prabhupada elaborates this point how demigods cannot give. He is very nice. We can recollect prison house. prison house. So he was talking about, uh, like, let's say in the prison house, there is superintendent of police, is like guardian for the jail. Right? So if suppose we please the superintendent, sometimes you may get facilities. So Shil Prabhupada said he himself saw somebody is a, he's a, who had a lifetime imprisonment, but he was typing in the office room. Because the guardian was very pleased with him, he said, okay, he's well behaved, it's okay, I can give him some higher service rather than breaking the stone. So Prabhupada said he could get relative facilities like that by the superintendent of police, but only government can release him out of the jail. So like that, demigods can give some temporary facilities. Okay, I can give a big house and maybe, you know, you'll have a long life and you'll not have disease and things like that. But they cannot ultimately get us out of this material universe, a cycle of birth and death. So that's a very nice analogy, I thought, you know. So in his lectures, we are going through his lectures while we are preparing for the class and then we saw so many, you know, incidents we can relate. Chill proper lecture. Every lecture he gave two lectures. 
So every class, every verse you give two. Two. It's yeah, I'll show yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah. So like that. So very nice analogies Sri Prabhupada gave. Okay. So then we'll move on to today's uh, discussion, 24 and 25. So it's continuing the same point, and 24 emphasizes mode of goodness. So we'll see, you know, what what are some of the points we can discuss. Parthiva Dharunodumas Parthiva Dharunodumas Tasmat Agnistrai Maya Tasmat Agnistrai Maya Tamasastura just Tasmat Tamasastura just Tasmat Satvam Yad Brahma Darshanam Satvam Yad Brahma Darshanam Firewood is a transformation of earth, but smoke is better than the raw wood. The, and fire is still better, for by fire we can derive the benefits of superior knowledge through Vedic sacrifices. Similarly, passion, rajas is better than ignorance, tamas, but goodness, sattva is best, because by goodness one can come to realize absolute truth. So here Sutta Goswami is um, giving an analogy to understand how different relatively modes are situated and what is the best mode to be situated in. So what is analogy is comparing with? Fire. Yeah, with so with ignorance, uh, passion, and goodness. goodness. So best is fire, right? We can use it immediately. We can use it for cooking or fire sacrifice. Similarly, mode of goodness, it's useful for realizing the absolute truth. Other modes can only uh, pull us down. So that's the point here. Okay, let's read the first paragraph. This emphasizes Sri Prabhupada's points about mode of goodness. As explained above, one can get release from the conditioned life of material existence by devotional service to the personality of Godhead. It is further comprehended that uh, herein that one has to rise to the platform of the mode of goodness, Sattva, so that one can be eligible for the devotional service to the Lord. But if there are impediments on the progressive path, anyone even from the platform of uh, Tamas. Tamas can gradually rise to the Sattva platform by the uh, expert direction of the spiritual master. Sincere candidates must therefore approach an expert spiritual master for such a progressive march. And bona fide expert spiritual master is competent in direction uh, to direct a disciple from any stage of life, tamas, rajas, or sattva. Mm. So Sri Prabhupada is connecting with the earlier verse because we discussed earlier verse Worshipping Vishnu is that one gets the ultimate benefit. So he was saying then how do we worship Vishnu? So in order to worship Vishnu, minimally we should be situated in mode of goodness. So then uh, then again he says, you know, point which is uh, kind of encouraging to all of us. If one is not situated in mode of goodness, there is no need to worry. If one is under direction of expert spiritual master, then one can even even, even Rajasa Tamas, mode of ignorance and passion, one can, spiritual master can elevate him to the mode of goodness and make him qualified to render devotional service to the Lord. So that's, those are some of the points Srila Prabhupada is discussing here. So then in the, okay, let's discuss uh, this point in detail here. So from lectures, we can look at notes if you want. I'm just now talking about the second point which is related to what we discussed here. Um, So one has to rise to the platform of mode of goodness, sattva, so that one can be eligible to devotional service of the Lord, right? So necessity is fire. So there is one uh, one story which Srila Prabhupada gave in the last verse. 
you said like same elaborating on this raw wood and um, smoke and fire right with fire we can we can cook but raw wood and all it's not so useful so really we have to come to mode of goodness so then uh, Prabhupada is saying in person in mode of goodness knows how to eat how to sleep how to have sex life how to defend but he doesn't act like animals without discrimination all of this we have to do in human beings also what's the difference he said is that we act with discrimination our person in mode of goodness if you are not able to do it then it's animal like we discussed last time right it's it's um, Srimad Bhagavatam talks about it as Dvipada Pashu like animals are usually four leg floor legged Chaturpada or whatever however you say in Sanskrit but V means two so we are no better than two legged animals if we are not able to you know rise to the mode of goodness and act with discrimination then Srila Prabhupada another point he says that so called scientists they cannot see God because they are not in the platform of goodness so it, it makes it very clear actually he says actually Macmillan he wrote translation to Bhagavad Gita what uses of this Bhagavad Gita he is not he is situated in Tamas and Rajas how can he understand anything about God it's very clear right now we can see clearly who can talk about God who can share knowledge about God minimally he should be situated in mode of goodness based on his day to day activities we can see where he is situated and we can see when he talks about God it's useless basically it makes it very very evident and another um, point Shil Prabhupada is telling about emphasizing why goodness is so important. He was telling that just like we cannot see the sunshine sitting in the dark room, we cannot realize God if you are situated in the lower modes. So let's say he was giving an example, somebody closes even 10 o'clock in the morning, he closes all the doors, make the room very dark, so feel, feeling like as if it's still dark and sleeps. Right? So he's covering himself with darkness. So that person will always say there is no light. Right? Because he cannot see light. So similarly, if we cover ourselves with lower modes of passion and ignorance, we cannot see God. So goodness is the illuminating. Like one of the characteristic mode of goodness is illuminating. So that's why one has to come to mode of goodness. And another example, Srila Prabhupada says, other lower modes, seemingly they are very active, especially mode of passion. Prabhupada says even monkeys are so active. No, but what 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 use of their activities? They are just foolish business. Everybody will say, okay, throw him away, you know, beat him with a stick or something like that. But nobody likes monkeys because they are not doing doing any constructive work. They only cause disturbance. Cause only disturbance. Passion cause disturbance. Exactly. So he was saying foolishly active. Yeah, foolish they are foolishly active. Mm-hmm. So so one analogy Prabhupada gives. Who read the analogy? Second, share this story. Who are you, Mataji? You can share the example of a high court judge. Or you can read the statement actually. Just like? Just like the high court judge, he paid very long sum money for just sitting on his chain and simply thinking mode of goodness as real, real value. Being foolishly active in the mode of passion and ignorance have no value. So somebody may say, oh, what is judge doing? He's just sitting there 24, 8 hours. No, what is what is his contribution? I'm whole day. I'm running here and there. I'm getting so much stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm so work. I'm working so nicely. Why I'm not paid that much? But Prabhupada is saying that work is no value. Foolish, foolish job doesn't have any value. But whereas something which is, uh, which has some, uh, no benefit benefit for the others and has a quality, then that has value. That is comes from mode of goodness. So see, these are some of the points. So can anybody, all of you share like some of the, your own realizations about how when we, you were situated in mode of goodness, it was very beneficial for taking up devotional service 
or it it is easier to practice devotion service but whereas when you were in lower modes somehow you were not able to just so that this point deep dives deeper for within ourselves how certain like maybe certain days or certain times during the day you were situated in mode of goodness that time it's easy for you to practice certain things but during the end of the day or maybe certain times it's it becomes difficult chant, chant, chant. Mm. Day progresses and if you do it in the night time, it feels you are like just counting. <laughs> Finish it fast and sleep. So. Yeah, so that's why modes. Day also is divided into modes. Early in the morning, it's or until sometime it's Satvik. Afternoon it's Rajasik. Everybody is running around, getting their jobs, and all vehicles are on the road and things like that. And night time is the time where all sense gratification takes place. So it's tamas. So that's why we can also feel the effect of the modes. And even in the um, ஒரே So now the point Shri Prabhupada is saying we are all trying to come to the mode of goodness. So some, some, of, some of us may feel okay I am not really in mode of goodness. I am you know, really in the mode of ignorance most of the time I sleep or you know somehow it is working out like that. Then this next point is going to encourage us where Shri Prabhupada is telling if we are under the guidance of bona fide spiritual master he is competent to direct a disciple from any stage. So this analogy we discussed earlier Sanatagna Goswami says like a bell metal can be transformed into gold by chemical process by mixing with mercury and things like that so similarly a bona fide spiritual master can uplift anybody is even is a chandala to a well qualified brahmana stage so the potency is comes through the initiation and training these two other factors just like it yes yeah shila shila proper train hippie into happy he says i i came to make brahmanas that's what he said very clearly uh, so one time actually when uh, one of the incidents to share like some of the shri prabhas disciples after they established some temples right it was going very fast initial days here and there just devotees go to some city and start a temple right it was a very rapid spread of uh, krishna consciousness so those days initially after some time when they were reflecting they were telling shri prabhupada you know what was our qualification to build a london temple what was our qualification to make new york temple you know we from nowhere we came within one year we built this temple you know what did we do we just came from hippies 
as Mataji was telling, we were just drinking, doing all kinds of bad things and somehow now we are doing this, you know, how come we are able to do this? The Shilpapa very clearly told, you do not have any qualifications, I made your qualifications. He said, and moreover, their dedication to Prabhupada. Exactly. Because of Guru Nishta, because of surrender to Guru, Prabhupada was able to empower them to do things which he wanted to do. That's the whole thing. You know, when somebody surrendered, the, we are connected to the chain very nicely, the electric connection, right? Then all the power can come through us. So, like that. So, this. Automatically, they leave the speech of uh, blessing of Vyasadeva mm. and the speech where yes yes that's nice yeah sometimes we also figure right we think about something else but suddenly we start talking something else will come it's Radha Krishna Prabhu also says mm. no some question he, we ask and he doesn't know maybe a minute earlier the answer but suddenly he says the answer mm. then he says oh Krishna says this <laughs> no so that's the power of Vyasasana as Mataji is telling you know blessings of Vyasadeva and Guru Parampara so, uh, spiritual master can ele- elevate us from whichever situation we are in. The, so, then what is our part? Srila Prabhupada always, or actually this is the key in the spiritual life. One ha- as a pot- potent mother and potent father is required to bring forth a child, right? Both of them have to be potent. Similarly, there should be a bona fide spiritual master and a bona fide disciple in order for disciple to become qualified and uh, attain love for Krishna. Then my Guru Maharaj, I hear often his lecture, whenever I hear uh, his lectures, he says that, you know, you can take it for granted that spiritual master is bona fide. At least, you know, we know these gurus are have been there for a while and we know their activities and everything. You know, we should not doubt. So then the, our part is, you know, how can we qualify ourselves to become a bona fide disciple? So when we do that part and we do diligently work on this, we can also see how the mercy, the empowerment comes and the mercy flows through us. So, you know, then we also can become elevated. So, I remember I shared my personal incident about this, right? Everybody remembers what I shared about this. Like, briefly I'll share without taking too much time. Like, I was initially when I came, I was too much into, you know, passion and ignorance, you know, like most of people. So, but then I had a sincere desire to make progress in spiritual life. So, I was struggling. Literally, it was struggle. Because, you know, these modes are so strong and the conditionings are so strong, they pull you. But then I had so much earnestness to make forward progress and take up Krishna consciousness very seriously. And I felt, you know, I've been pulled back with this more time. And so, I was, many times I was, you know, crying miserably to for help. So, then somehow or the other, it so happened like, uh, so we got initiation by mercy and then, then after that, I felt I want to do something for my spiritual master. Then, then I felt uh, going to Prabhu Rasika Mataji, they're our mentors and their senior disciples. They're already doing everything, all whatever Maharaj wants, everything related to, from computer to secretarial work, everything they have done already. So what what can anybody else do actually? So I want to do something. What can I do? Where is the service? Basically, where is the service? That's a question. Then, uh, I don't know, something happened. Then suddenly, uh, Prabhu only said, we don't have any website for Maharaj for lectures. Why don't you do something? I never did anything about websites. I said, okay, this seems to be some service which they have not done. They are not going to do it, so let me try. So, somehow or the other, you know, Krishna arranged everything. And at least that period, one, two months when I worked on it, I can reflect. I was so determined. No, so, we were newly married. So, of course, you know, we... So, I had to work out those expectations as well. So, sometimes it was, 
it was a struggle like you know my prabhu used to feel i'm dedicating more time for service and but not you know building relationship and things like that but anyway i was determined that you know somehow i should do it i didn't have any knowledge anything some krishna gave all the leads and it all worked out everything came and when uh, it, it somehow it it turned out so mystical actually the way it whole uh, i wanted to offer it after 3 months after our initiation maharaj was going to come here to celebrate his vyasa puja somehow that's the first time he came to celebrate so i thought i'll offer this website to him uh, in vyasa puja so i didn't reveal other than govindan prabhu but they already told him because he would like to see it he was so excited already so while coming in the flight itself when he came uh, i that time i didn't go to receive him usually i go so so when he got down he said very shamala she built a wonderful website very she i didn't go so he asked like that so when he came home i was there and it's like wow you built a wonderful website you know thank you or something like that as he, as he entered the house then I, i said oh do you like it oh i love it what do you mean you like it so anyway that's the that's the reciprocation he was showing that was one thing um, you know then after that as i mentioned you know he gave some remnants of what he is eating personally to me and then i ate but what i felt is after he left that exchange and after he left my chanting became as it was the first day of initiation and now it stayed actually my mind and my everything was so calm so peaceful i can feel the presence of goodness actually somehow you know all I, how much ever i knew how much i was struggling earlier how much i was being pulled back and this thing i can feel that it's all gone now i was just like a free bird now you know i just can make progress so then i i, I had this realization it's only because somehow i served him something which he satisfied he 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 was pleased he prayed for me he blessed me so i was able to you know rise to this state so that was a major i could evidently see sometimes you know many time we receive mercy but we cannot see so much because we are already flying right we don't see the difference between point a to point b but when you are lifting off the ground you can see how much is left behind right so i i could see myself how much you know it's because of mercy you know we were able to make progress so that's some of the things about mole of goodness and how a spiritual master can elevate one so other practical application for us is that you know we should not worry similarly you know devotional service is so potent and our spiritual masters are so um, potent and they are so qualified we should not worry about our conditionings and limitations you know we should not think okay i have this particular thing which always pulls me back i have this habit this nature this quality all we need to work on is our earnestness and our eagerness and our you know sincerity if we fix that part that's what krishna sees and because of that only we receive mercy because these things krishna knows how much for so many lifetimes we are been bound right so we should not worry about okay i have so much baggage just worry about oh, you know what should we do now one incident we discussed with kids last time shri prabhu says always don't worry about how you came to this material world worry about how you will go back like how a diseased person should go to doctor and he will ask you know can you give me a cure to the disease he will not say for sit for 3 hours and say tell me why i got diseased tell me exactly why i got diseased he will say okay i got somehow or the other disease please can you give me the cure right like that you no know, so we have certain baggage because of our you no know, so many uh, so much time in uh, in material world so instead of worrying about that we should worry about how i can use my time the best use of the bad bargain and make sincere efforts to please krishna attract uh, guru De- guru maharaj's mercy and you no know, get mercy and make progress 
and another practical application is that we should have faith in the instructions that especially with spiritual master it comes along with the instruction of spiritual master comes the ability to execute it it's a very you know potent uh, phrase actually you know, we don't have faith many times you know even spiritual master directly say sometimes we think it's a casual discussion but anything with if a sincere disciple any small exchange with the spiritual master or spiritual masters is not a casual thing you know they they try to they have to see that way any exchange because spiritual masters after a certain point of advancement they behave with us friendly as if like you know you are my buddy they might talk some things they share some things and things like that but disciple should always have this mood my spiritual master is instructing me in all these exchanges what are these instructions what is it what is he trying to share if you have that mood then we can see you know how much uh, we can absorb the mood of the spiritual master like um, i was sharing uh, maybe i shared i can tell an example to relate to this to understand this better so initial years when we were having darshans it was all about i was talking about my the you know progress what i was struggling with and whatever that's what i could relate i could relate my relationship with my spiritual master as he asking about how is your chanting how is your reading going on and how is your work those things that's how i could relate because that's what we think is a reciprocation that's what we think is a personal exchange right because he want to personally take care of your house all those things ask about your house and family and things like that so after maybe 2 3 years what happened suddenly in one darshan uh, we didn't have any questions or any things to discuss or something like that so we also didn't have but anyway we had darshan so after 2 3 minutes maharaj started talking about his preaching in poland then i was thinking oh why is he sharing all this you know so it's not personal you know he sharing you see the point uh, something about his preaching and all he sharing you know it's so excited i'm looking forward for the woodstock festival coming up so many people are going to come like that you know it's just sharing his excitement about his uh, preaching upcoming preaching so that time i couldn't understand you know i couldn't relish that moments like you know why is he sharing i was always thinking why is he sharing this <laughs> but later on i i understood that you know he is sharing his uh, his um, the f- the happiness is feeling in preaching with us you know that's what he wants to inculcate in us he wants to give us that fire for preaching he wants to give us that uh, desire and uh, you know um, the hankering to preach like that he sharing you know i'm experiencing so much joy you know i'm with usually we share with our family members right the joy you know when up some nice project is coming up we want to share with our friends and like that so like a family is sharing with us so later i could understand ஒரு <laughs> now otherwise it is which master comes and goes and we don't know you know we just remain where we are you know we don't take up anything which we can now apply until he comes next year you know that's what it says that um, disciple should always be in the mood that next time when i see my guru maharaj in his vyasa puja let me be little bit more purified let him see me little bit more purified let me work this whole year so that next time when he sees me i am little bit more purified 
so that should be the you know attitude of uh, distance your disciple okay so then um, so another point shri papa says in his lectures about this verse this phrase brahma darshanam is used right that means he sees the absolute truth by goodness one can reveal one comes to realize absolute truth so brahma darshanam means actually realizing the impersonal brahman that is the first first phase of understanding right brahman paramatma bhagavan so here it's talking about brahman and in the lecture shri papa is telling especially in human form of life one has to inquire about the absolute truth else by nature's way one gets a cat body or a dog body so what he is saying is we don't need to do extra to become a cat or dog <laughs> just do your stuff you know whatever uh, stuff and by nature's arrangement you will get the cat body dog body based on the desires we have krishna is so kind he was telling in that uh, point story krishna is so kind whatever body you want he will give you you know so it happens automatically and he says how it happens it's all under direction of so, paramatma or lord so lord hears from within okay this person really really wants to be naked okay let me give him give him the body of tree this person really really want to sleep let him give him body of polar bear no their kids know what what they will become when they become they sleep so so bear so krishna knows all this and he facilitates that so we don't need to work hard to become a cat and dog but we need to work hard in order to at least get a human body or even go back to krishna so that's the point to purpose saying which line you are reading i'm reading the first line first point mm-hmm. brahma darshanam and the sub bullet especially in human form of life in 1/2 to the 24 only yeah one first first line then the next oh, bullet okay. okay so now okay now we are going to the fourth point we are talking about how only vishnu can give us this uh, elevate huh okay now we are going to the fourth point where uh, proper is talking about only vishnu can um, give us raise us to the platform of mode of goodness so there proper says that um, there is qualitative difference between the different kinds of worshiping methods as well so it's not that if we worship shiva or brahma we get the same result of coming to mode of goodness because they are in charge of certain mode they can give only that much to us as we discussed right brahma cannot give immortality so these are some of the points from the purport shri papa says but we'll talk about this incident which mataji also says so last time i shared this uh, divyashri mataji about how brahma cannot give immortality about incident with hiranyakashipu but i didn't know i heard it somewhere i didn't know where exactly it is and then i this time i researched i found out uh, the incident it's proper wrote in his back to god magazine exact statement is the story is there on the website you can see if you want so hiranyakashipu when he did austerities he went to brahma and finally when he came he asked okay can you give me immortality brahma said i am myself i'm not immortal i cannot give you so then he tried to get it in a different way just twisted and asked him so many things but ultimately he said okay you will give all this but still no you will get defeated so so that's the point because brahma himself is not immortal he cannot give given immortality so there is no point even demigods the actually the point new point which i understood is demigods cannot even elevate us to mode of goodness forget about immortality thus that anyway they cannot give but they cannot even help us come to mode of goodness so only vishnu can do it or vishnu tatva but generally isn't it said that pious people are in mode of goodness yeah so pious people could be shiva bhaktas or they could be you know durga bhaktas no so you are sh- pious because they are dedicated to some demigod and they do good deeds and 
live a pious life. So isn't that? No, actually, Prabhupada says that um, last class, I will last lecture, I was re listening. Uh, Brahmanas are also called as Brahmanas are mostly situated in mode of goodness. Yeah. Brahmanas are all, also called as Vaishnavas because most of the Brahmanas worship Vishnu. Mm -hmm. That's what he point he said very clearly. Mm -hmm. So, person in the mode of goodness, basically demigods are also or like, rather gods are also divided into different modes. Mm -hmm. So, Vishnu Tattva, they're all gods of mode of goodness, yes. and Brahma and all this mode of passion, and Shiva and all the mode of good ignorance. Mm -hmm. So, based on our nature of the more primarily we are situated, we are automatically get attracted to those demigods. Mm -hmm. So, Shiva Bhaktas and all, they are mostly Tamas actually. They, you know, drink um, whatever, ganja, all those but things. Brahma is mode of goodness, right? Passion. 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 Okay. So, like that. And Brahma, anyway, he got a curse that he cannot be worshipped, right? We cannot have a deity like that for him, right? Yeah. So, he got a curse to not to be worshipped. So like that only, that's why, that now I, uh, after hearing this, it made it clear why Vaishnavas, why we are called Vaishnavas, you know, that made it very clear actually. Mm -hmm. So Brahmanas are also called Vaishnavas because they worship Vishnu, mode of goodness. Okay, so, we'll go to the next verse then, text number 25. Again, it's similar to the verse number 23 we discussed, where previous ages, sages have worshipped the personality of Godhead. So let's read text number 25. Bejire munayo athagre Bejire munayo athagre Bhagavantam adokshajam Bhagavantam adokshajam Satvam vishuddham kshemaya Satvam vishuddham kshemaya Kalpante anutan iha Kalpante anutan iha Previously, all the great sages rendered service unto the personality of Godhead due to his existence above the modes of material nature. They worshipped him to become free from the material conditions and thus derive the ultimate benefit. Whoever follows such great authorities is also eligible for liberation from the material world. So, same thing. If you read 23, same thing. You know, previous sages have already worshipped personality of Godhead to get their satisfaction of the heart. Atma prasadinim. So, similar... I have another point from the previous uh -huh. verse. So, who are Shiva devotees? Shiva is Param Vaishnava, uh, right? You say. Uh, and we say that Shiva can give Vishnu Bhakti. Yes. So, won't that person be elevated to devotee, elevated to mode of goodness? Yeah, he, yeah he can actually. Shiva? Yeah. If you worship Shiva as a devotee of Vishnu and ask Vishnu Bhakti, then he can lead us to Vishnu and we can gradually get elevated to mode of goodness. Okay. Yeah. But if you worship Shiva as all in all and he is the Bhagavan and all those things, material then desires. material desires, as we discussed earlier, right? Why Shiva gives desires easily? Yeah, he doesn't want to be bothered. You know, somebody is coming, sir, give me this, sir, give me this, like, oh, take, go. It's like that. That's why he gives very easily because he wants to be absorbed himself in Lord's worship of Lord Vishnu. He's chanting and somebody is saying, give me five rupees, give me five rupees. It's like, okay, take five rupees, right? And then you want to continue chanting. It's like that. That's why Shiva gives so easily. Because, uh, but if he will be more than happy to give Vishnu Bhakti to somebody. And if you worship Shiva like that, that's a Vedana and Prabhu also, right? He, he was worshipping Shiva and he took up, uh, no, our Sampradaya and like that. No, same. Some very, very sincere Bhaktas can come like that. Okay. So, previously all the great sages rendered service, personality of Godhead. Why? Why only personality of Godhead? Because his existence is above the three modes of material nature. He is adokshaja. He is above the three modes. 
and because of worshipping him they became free from the material conditions and they got the ultimate benefit of liberation from the material world so these are great authorities and we should follow them so let's read the purport small purport महाजनस or the authorized agents of the lord no one knows the purpose of the purpose of religion there are 12 particular agents of the lord who know the purpose of religion and all of them render transcendental service unto him persons who desire their own good may follow these mahajans and thus attain the supreme mm. so the point shil prabhupada is telling we can read now refer to the notes the same points <coughs> the ultimate aim of religious performances is to release oneself from the material bondage it's neither for profit so we should not do dharma for uh, artha not for artha and neither just to find out okay what is matter and what is spirit you know that is just sankhya right it's not that but it's actually to get release from material bondage so can anybody remember some of the stories we discussed about uh, first verse or second verse right the dharma projita kaitavatra kaitava dharma when we talk about it a cheating religion we talked about some examples of how when we approach god for material wealth we get cheated since these notes are so useful i find it very useful for myself because i remember some term or something for example i just search for it then i get that story i just get a reference <laughs> i don't know anybody else uses it but it's useful for me so yeah so there is any stories do you remember from that Christians, like if you want bread, then you worship. If you were confession, they no, no, confession. they wanted bread. So bread. what happened? So then, if you um, worship Lord Jesus or something. No, this is a communist game. Yeah, yeah. and then, then if you worship God, then he is not giving bread. bread but then, if you worship us, we will get give bread. bread. And then they used to like ask them to worship them, and then they will give bread. bread. Yeah. Yeah. So then they that's how they got cheated. Yeah. So he say if you want some cheap things from God, then this this how you get cheated. That's a point Sri Prabhupada is saying. And but actually bread is given. But uh, Prabhupada is saying actually bread is given to them through them yeah. by God. By God. They don't see that. Yeah. So that's the point. Okay. So then um, another point Sri Prabhupada is saying laws of religion are directly enacted by the personality of God. And who knows the verse Sri Prabhupada quotes for it? All the time he quotes this verse. Which Prophet said whenever he says laws of religion are enacted by personality of god it he quotes one verse dharmam tu sakshat bhagavat pranitam this is a phrase it's a paraphrasing of that phrase actually dharmam tu sakshat bhagavat pranitam it's given dharma is given by the lord that's the phrase meaning so shri prophet paraphrases is all the time saying enacted by personality of god it so nobody can make up dharma that's a point dharma he has to he gives liberation from material bondage so that can only be given by god mm-hmm. i cannot make okay from now on this is my dharma my dharma is to you know collect wood or something whatever we cannot make up that dharma 
so that's why only mahajans can understand that the real purpose of dharma because it's revealed to them because of their devotion so who are the different mahajans how many mahajans are there 12 mahajans so we listed it here brahma we can read somebody can read actually this verse is very sweet no if you can go to that verse you can read the sanskrit 6.3.20 hyperlink should work let's test madhavi mataji's work no this time it's not now somebody who can know sanskrit can recite it's a very sweet verse swayambhu narada shambhu ಸ್ವಯಂಭೂಮನು ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಜನಕ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಗ್ರ್ಯಾಂಡ್ಫಾದರ್ ಭೀಷ್ಮ ಬಲಿ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಸುಖದೇವ್ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಅಂಡ್ ಯಮರಾಜ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಸ್ಪೋಕನ್ ಬೈ ಯಮರಾಜ ಹಿ ಸೇಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಟ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಐ ಮೈ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ so then i wrote emaraj i cannot say myself <laughs> so uh, so this if you see all of these people who know the purport, uh, import of religion they have surrendered their lives unto the supreme lord so that's the path they are showing that in order to approach or real dharma is to surrender ourselves to worship the supreme lord so that's a following their footstep means following their mood of surrender then um, yeah so papa is saying person who desire good should follow the mahajans and attain the supreme benefit then some of the points from the lectures which we collected he is talking about agra so where in the, if you read the trans- sanskrit beji bejire munayuri yeah agre agre right agre means previously so papa says in the lecture he says beginning of the creation the in the beginning of creation great sages worship worshiped beginning with brahma worship the supreme lord so then what what are the what are the implications of the word beginning is he says first of all you read this points they are so sweet actually you know how much should propose elaborating on this particular word which i couldn't understand myself so i i heard his lecture he is saying that they did not worship brahman or paramatma they worship supreme lord directly see beginning they worshiped supreme lord right so some of the conclusions with that is that means they didn't worship brahman or paramatma they directly worshiped adokshaja or supreme personality god and then that means initially there were no impersonalists or void is they got added later on initially they were all devotees of the lord beginning in the beginning everybody worshiped supreme lord that means later on this new flavors came out all this void is an impersonal they were later additions and the another point he says as the ages go, were going on people are becoming degraded in the standard of spiritual understanding so that's why you know that's a point this started coming later on as the ages went on all this concoctions everything started coming out and they started manufacturing many things and the point is there is no necessity to worship demigods not even brahman and paramatma they didn't even worship demigods right so why there is no necessity to worship demigods some of the examples we know right krishna himself stopped worship of indra right so because he of course you know he wanted to treat give a lesson to indra himself personally that's the reason but also another reason is like he said you know just worship govardhan hill which is uh, you know he is giving all the grass and everything for the cows and that is expansion of himself 
and then another incident is uh, brahma uh, you know we discuss this incident naradamuni is discussing with brahma about creation he is asking brahma who created you know you are the supreme creator is glorifying him everything then brahma starts explaining how he started creation then he says in the beginning i did austerities and after that you know i got knowledge then i started doing this then he says oh how come you end up doing austerities i thought you are the one who created everything if you are supreme there is no need for you to worship another person so i am getting a doubt that you are not the ultimate can you clarify then he says yeah really you are true the supreme person is a personality of god it i am worshiping him i am not the ultimate creator i am secondary creator he is the original creator original creator so that's the point even demigods are subordinate to the lord and material energy as we discussed earlier but supreme is the supreme lord and another point vishuddham that supreme lord is never touched by the material contamination so even if when he comes in this material world is untouched by the modes he comes from in his own transcendental body you know like that so we but proper says you know people who are not in the mode of goodness even when krishna is present he couldn't they couldn't see him right all the kauravas they couldn't see him as such so that's why we should minimally be in the mode of goodness to see the lord that's why uh, narayana or vishnu is called narayana para 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 means above the material world transcendental then that's all these are the okay this another phrase uh, shri papa elaborates a lot about this phrase adokshajam okay, so let's see what is this word adokshajam the translation is the transcendence wow that's so tr- transcendence so prabhupad gives a word to word uh, separation in sanskrit to understand this akshaja means direct sense perception that means you can see aksha means eyes right you can see direct sense perception ada means you cannot reach there ada means beyond so adokshaja means beyond sense perception that means you cannot perceive the lord through your senses why because he is above creation he is before the creation so we discussed this in the story time with the kids you no know, i was asking them why we can't figure out krishna ourselves there are two types of knowledge ascending knowledge descending knowledge ascending means we figure it out ourselves descending means it's given to us realizations are given to us and knowledge is given to us we just have to practice and we get the realizations so devotional service is descending knowledge so why it cannot be ascending why can't we figure out krishna we have yeah we have limited senses yeah but more practical very very practical point no not so so esoteric very very practical I, you didn't listen to the story okay nobody knows okay then it's a very good point everybody you have to share no this not very very what to say day to day thing okay then i have to tell can we know everything about our parents Oh yeah we, we are not the uh, we are not superior than uh, so we are born of them we came after them right mm-hmm. we are born of them we came after them so they have to tell when i was small i did this like this right then we can understand so we are all born uh, from krishna so we cannot figure out him figure him unless he sit tells to us like very very simple example yeah maybe i didn't ask in a proper way so you know like that so that's why we cannot figure out krishna krishna has to reveal himself because he is above the creation is before creation that's why his existence is not within the creation therefore we cannot reach by experimental science no whatever experiments we do we do this material use this material elements and do but he is beyond this 
creation. So how can we reach him through this? Everybody says, show me soul, show me God. How can we see through senses? So Prabhupada says, we have to know Krishna from Krishna, not by our speculation. It's a very nice point, right? We have to know Krishna from Krishna. Krishna has to tell, I like this to eat. I want to, you know, I had this past times. You know, I did all this. Like that, even he shares, we can understand. So Prabhupada is saying, we can, we, if we speculate, it becomes frog philosophy. What is frog philosophy? Everybody is saying bits and pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Three times bigger than this well. Five somebody describes the Atlantic Ocean to him. Then he said, oh, is it three times, four times? And he started swelling his belly. Like, oh, is it this big, this big? Finally, but belly broke. You, can, you cannot raise so much, right? So that's why it's called Kupa Mandaka Nyaya. It's frog philosophy. So if we speculate thinking, oh, Krishna is like this, Krishna is like this, stretching our brain, everything, then at some point we reach the, you know, <laughs> deadline. We reach the, what is it called? We hit the wall. Yeah, hit the wall. So then if we take to the, but then if we take to the process of devotion service, rendering service unto the Supreme Lord, we can understand. Krishna also says in Bhagavad Gita, what is that verse? Bhaktiyamama vijanati yavanyashashmi tatvataha he says only by devotion service I can be understood. So we cannot, we do not have any capacity to find out Krishna by research work. So Prabhupada is, uh, where is the story we had, right? Yeah, it's there here. Uh, so basically when Krishna says I am supreme, we have to accept that we cannot interrupt, inter, interpret it in a different way. It, we cannot say, oh, Krishna says I am supreme, but still, you know, oh, no, in this case, is not stu- supreme. In this case, we should just accept it, Prabhupada is saying. So, the example is, how, why we cannot figure out Krishna by research. Prabhupada gives a very nice analogy. He says, somebody, sun is there, self-effulgent. If you just go in the sun, you can see the sun, you can see the light. But somebody is going with a lamp saying, where is sun, where is sun? Mm-hmm. Like that. So he's saying through shastras, through actions, through acharyas, Krishna is self-effulgent. Krishna, you can see Krishna through all of these, like books and uh, you know, shastras and acharyas and devotees. They are showing this is Krishna. But everybody wants to do their own research with small lamp and figure out, you know, mm-hmm. I want to figure out where is Krishna. I want to come to the conclusion of who is Krishna. Very nice analogy, right? Wow. So and so beautiful. So that's why Prabhupada is saying Krishna is self-effulgent. You just accept him uh, when he says about him, talk about, talks about him. Now the question is, if he's beyond material modes and if he's beyond by sense perception, he is adokshaja, then how can we worship him? We have only material senses with us, right? How can we worship him? So spiritual master can has a trick of how to engage us to serve the Supreme Lord. So when we take shelter of the spiritual master and approach the Lord through surrender, spiritual master's first duty is to help us engage our tongue. What are the two duties of the tongue? Chanting and eating prasadam. So by doing this, Sevon Mukhei Jhavado. Who knows this verse? Svayameva Spuradiyata. So when one starts to render devotional service through beginning with the tongue, Krishna becomes self, uh, Svayameva Spuradi means he experiences Krishna just in a matter of time. Just by rendering service to Krishna, starting with the tongue of eating prasadam, chanting Hare Krishna, Krishna will be revealed to that person. And the last line, uh, let's read all this line together. 
So hopefully it has an impact. Everybody together, let's read the last line, last bullet. So simply engage our tongue, he will give you Krishna. The things have been made so easy, actually, but unfortunately class of men, they cannot take it. So just by engaging tongue, we can realize Krishna. But you know, we, we can also see some, to some extent we are also unfortunate, we don't take it so seriously. So that we, are not, we cannot take, take to it. So, you know. We are more unfortunate. Yeah, exactly. It's like Chirag Pili Andhera, right? Yeah. There is lamp and there is darkness under the lamp. <laughs> we are like that. That's true. Because when we are familiar with certain things, we don't really see the value. We think, okay, this is my friend, every day I see this friend. Suddenly a friend moves and does some amazing things. It's like, oh, really this friend does amazing things. But we are not more unfortunate. We are very fortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Every bit that we do is... <coughs> counted. Yes, yeah. very nice. So, any uh, anybody else wants to share anything at this point? Add, comment or ask? Shruti and Smriti. I got confused. I was reading the verse where Prabhupada said, Vedic literatures, comma, Shruti. So, I thought Shruti was what is Shabda Brahma, like what we hear. And Smriti is Shastras that we read. Hmm. So, what is actually Shruti and Smriti difference? Yeah, I also don't know. At least I know Amritan Prabhu has a chart of all these things. Yeah, yeah like... Nadarishan Prabhu explained, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I can figure out that chart and I can send it to you. That chart has like, you know, some books come from Shruti and some books are from... Like for example, Bhagavatam is Smriti. Yeah. Okay. So, but I don't know exactly what definition, what it is, and all those things. But I can figure out the chart and Share give it. Yes. Yeah. Or we can put it up or on site. Any anything else? Anybody wants to add? It's okay. We'll end here then. All glories to Srila Prabhupada.